Today, I want to talk about a thing that happened at the end of last week. I didn't know this. this I didn't know this thing was happening. It caught me by surprise. I heard about it after the fact, but I want to use it for two purposes. One, I want to reaffirm, mainly for myself and my anxiety, but also for you guys. I want to. I want to reaffirm what it is we're doing here with this podcast in your ears right now. And two, I want to turn it into a cautionary tale uh, or at least bring this to your attention so that you can make either an informed decision or get as fired up as I am. To put it very bluntly, something happened. I was made aware of a thing and uh, it pissed me the fuck off. Let me explain. So I was listening to a variety of podcasts and somebody sent me a link to a thing they thought I would enjoy. It was a 30-minute podcast from another coach in the writing, helping creatives, helping people industry. And this woman spent her podcast episode complaining that she wasn't doing very well, that she didn't reach her end of 2022 sales goals, that her last couple combinations of paid offerings and free offerings just didn't do it for her. Now, to be fair, I've heard this before a lot. It's not uncommon, especially with the end of years or the end of quarters and the start of the next, for people to look backwards and reassess things. You see this with authors posting their earnings or their royalties or something, and it's in part done as a benchmark to sort of see how the progression of your career is, but it's also done a little bit as like a brag, like, hey, look, I made a little bit of money. And that's either to incentivize competition or incentivize attention seeking. But by and large, it's, it's almost always small in scale. Hey, I made $4. Hey, I made $42 blogging or whatever, which is fine and frankly, not upsetting. I, I celebrate those things because any amount of income earned from your effort is, is good. However, this lady was not talking about $4 or $40 or $26 and change. She was complaining that in a three-day, I believe it was, workshop with one single like call to action on day three, she only made $166,000. And that over the course of these three days, checking her one Facebook whatever, she only had about 4,500 total people just checking things out, dropping in, signing up, leaving, and all that. So she trafficked in about 4,500 humans and only got $166,000. She would later amend this to say when, you know, this was December. She had previously did this, done the exact same thing in November. She had different circumstances and a different thing, she had about 8,000 people over the course of two weeks and made twice as much, three times as much. And what I want, here comes the cautionary part first. That shit is ridiculous. To get the, like, the arrogance, uh, as we would say in northern New Jersey, to get the balls to sit there and tell me or tell your listening audience that $166,000 isn't like good when $166,000 is a mortgage and 
all this person had to do to earn $166,000 was to launch a few videos they had pre-recorded, sit on Facebook Live for 15 to 20 minutes a day with a team, of course it's a team of people behind them managing the admin. If, if I could sit somewhere and tweet, let's say, for 45 minutes a day and make enough to pay off an entire house with money left over, uh, you damn skippy I would. It is absolutely galling to me and infuriating to me that uh, in no other place other than the creative industries do you see the disparity of income. People complaining that, you know, like they can barely scratch together two or three people on a newsletter or 10 sales on an opening day versus this very small, very vocal, usually white uh, segment of the population complaining that hundred over $150,000 isn't enough when a month prior you had more than that. That's disgusting. That's, that's awful. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I wouldn't like the money. I'm saying that you shouldn't complain about it. What's really, really, that's, that's not enough. What you need another boat. Got to, got to pay for that third house. Like that's, that's a good portion of paying for a child's college education. That's that's over a year's worth of food, if you're careful. That's a whole ass mortgage. What's to complain about? And so this woman, she went on for these 30 minutes talking about how it really taught her a lot about who to partner with and who to, she of course used appropriative language, who she was going to collab with because she had uh, taken newer clients of hers and other authors and other people and she had, you know, plugged them in her materials. And she was certain in these 30 minutes that the reason why things went so poorly is because she plugged these people. And compared to her, they had much smaller followings, much lower counts for, for you know, patrons, subscribers. And no one really knew who they were. And so they were dragging her down rather than her lifting them up. And again, the balls the arrogance of this. You have an opportunity, you as an author, right here, right now, no matter how many followers you have, no matter how many subscribers you have, no matter how many books you've sold or how many drafts you've written, you have an opportunity to be a lighthouse in dark spaces for other people, either intentionally or otherwise. Your drafting, your writing, your publishing, your career, no matter where it is, is going to be seen by somebody else and they're going to go, wow, look at them do that. If they can do that, I bet I can do that. Not because you're a bad person, but because if, you know, they'll take motivation from you. And if you have the means, if you have the ability to lift people up along the way, I believe you should. I would go so far to say you have a responsibility to do so, but for a lot of people, that's a bit heavy. So rather than mandate it and make it a thing, Let's, let's suggest that it's in your best interest to do so, to use your opportunity, to use your skills, to use your words, to use your reach, and give other people just as much of a chance to succeed as you. Because if you come along and you can put hundreds, thousands of eyes on a thing, then you're turning more people on to more books or more authors or more services or more whatevers. 
and then they'll you think they won't talk about you they won't be thankful or grateful if somebody came along and gave me an opportunity to do a thing you think i wouldn't be appreciative like what does that say about your view on others of course you have the ability to lift people up of course you have the opportunity to be better and do better and help others that's so important to me and where i really got angry like this is i think my sixth or seventh maybe even my eighth attempt to verbalize all this stuff because i was just fuming just spinning nickels you know just absolutely how dare she because she spent like 30 minutes talking about the you know i think it was a 12 lessons she learned from failing and she didn't fail but let me let me move aside from the money and move aside from the the followers and the traffic and all that stuff be very careful here comes more caution be very careful in how you determine and view and define and most importantly limit success the more rigid and narrow the terms of your success are the harder it's going to be to achieve it and certainly the harder it's going to be to achieve it consistently because if you say i'm going to make numbers up the only way i'm going to be successful is if i sell 100 copies of every book i write 100 copies is a large number if you're, especially if you're just getting started and you haven't quite figured out your most effective marketing techniques or you haven't grown your newsletter a lot for instance if you don't really have the ability to reach 100 people it's going to be really hard to sell 100 books it's doable sure it's doable but it still requires a lot of legwork and certainly if your first book sold well there's a pressure for that second one to do well or better or third or fifth or tenth book be very careful with how you define what success should be look at it instead in terms of what it can be now i'm not saying that a hundred is too much so you got to scale way down to like if i sell three copies that's great i'm not saying to tie your you know hamstring yourself and bind your hands i'm saying that there's a whole ass range of things for determining success it doesn't need to sit on either extreme be very careful with the language you use not just because it helps you set intention and drive your focus but also because you might be setting the bar too high which on some level suggests that you're unwilling to succeed because maybe you're afraid maybe you're unsure maybe you're doubting yourself so you set this ridiculous notion of i've got to sell a thousand copies and then when you don't you use it to justify whatever negative self-talk you have well i know i was never good enough to do it don't do that that doesn't help but likewise the opposite is true don't get on the goddamn internet and complain that when you made $166,000 for a few days work that it wasn't good enough. Because there are those of us out here who would look at that much money and go, that would change my life forever. Just because it's not what you want to the degree you want it doesn't make it bad. what i'm i mean i would i would oh i i'd take off a toe if i thought i could do that well you know like i would i would do a lot of things for those opportunities and i'd be grateful every inch of the way
what I'm doing here, what John Helps You Write Better does in its multi-arm tentacle octopus approach, whatever you want to call it, is to give you the actionable, useful, practical, reasonable size, reasonably explained tools to help you write whatever it is you're writing better, whether it's a novel, whether it's a play, whether it's a podcast, whether it's nonfiction or fiction or fantasy or sci-fi or romance or sales copy or whatever. If it's got words, I want to help you write it better. I want to teach you everything I know about marketing and crafting and shaping and revising and publishing and editing, and printing and, and all that stuff. I want to get my knowledge out of my brain and put it in your ears and put it in your face. Get it on your screen, get it on your phone, get it on your blog, get it everywhere. I want to do that not because, oh my God, I'm desperate to monetize every inch of everything for content, but because I genuinely want to help you reach whatever goal you have. And if you come to me and go, John, my goal is to get $166,000 sitting on Facebook, giving people generic white woman Instagram rah-rah speeches. Hey, I will write you the best white woman Instagram rah-rah speech you've ever seen. And I'll be happy to help you do it. But if you turn around and tell me, oh, well, I failed because I only made enough to pay for my entire house and my car and have enough money for a year's worth of groceries. Well then you and I are going to have some words after the fact. I'm here to help you. I want to help. I want to see you succeed. I know you can succeed. I believe in you. I'm always going to believe in you. Even if your goal is 166000 even if your goal is 200000 even if your goal is 10 bucks, I believe in you. I'm always going to believe in you. I was so angry, so mystified by how somebody could look at that much money and say to themselves, it's not enough, because it's plenty. Should there be a need for more? Well, capitalism says we're supposed to have more. We need more in order to be good enough. But that's a nebulous thing dictating the orders for our lives. You, doing whatever you're doing, you set your terms. Are you going to be angry at $166,000 for about six hours worth of work? Can you find some way of making that the case? You're not doing brain surgery. You're not saving lives. You're not, you know, helping heal a child or restore a pet to health or performing some kind of dangerous scientific experiment. You're on the internet talking about stuff. Really? Use your time carefully. Use your time wisely. Be careful what you put in your ears. Be careful what you put in your eyes. Be careful what you share. Take a deep breath and keep going. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.